This is Laura Lummer, the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach. I'm a healthy lifestyle coach, a clinical Ayurveda specialist, a personal trainer, and I'm also a breast cancer survivor. In this podcast, we talk about healthy thinking and mindfulness practices, eating well, moving your body for health and longevity, and we'll also hear from other breast cancer survivors who have re-engaged with life and have incredible stories to share. This podcast is your go-to resource for getting back to life after breast cancer. Well, hello and welcome to episode 54 of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach. I am your host, Laura Lummer, and today I'm really excited to get to our show because I have an awesome, very special guest this week who I'm going to tell you all about in just a minute. But first, I want to give a listener shout out to, and I hope I don't hack this name, Mist Behaben. That's M-Y-S-T-B-E-H-A-B-N, just in case I said that wrong. Mist Behaven left this review in iTunes for the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach podcast. She said, in times of anxiety, I turn to this podcast. I'm four years out from a double mastectomy and chemotherapy at the age of 39. It's amazing the amount of anxiety I still have sometimes much more than others. This podcast has helped me tremendously to feel like any day, at any time, I can listen and get a sense that I am still in control and can do something for my health. Whether it's mental reassurance or physical ideas for changes in my diet, it helps to soothe my anxieties. I highly recommend all breast cancer survivors subscribing. Thank you so much for this podcast. And Misbehaving, you are so welcome, and thank you for listening and for that heartfelt review. It really, it truly means the world to me to know that not only do you find support here, but that you have a little less anxiousness, which means that you can have more happiness. And happiness is what I want for you, and that's what this show is all about. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that review. Okay, so back to my lovely guest today, Lee Holmes. Lee is a holistic nutritionist, a whole foods chef, and an author of the best-selling supercharged food series, which includes Eat Your Way to Good Health, Eat Yourself Beautiful, Eat Clean, Green, and Vegetarian, Supercharged for Kids, Eat Right for Your Shape, Fast Your Way to Wellness, Heal Your Gut, Supercharge Your Gut, and her latest bestseller, Supercharge Your Life. Lee also runs online health programs, including Heal Your Gut, Supercharge Your Gut, and Faster Way to Wellness. And as if that doesn't keep her busy enough, this amazing woman is also a columnist for Wellbeing and Eat Well magazines and a regular on ABC Radio. Her articles have appeared in leading newspapers and journals in Australia and the UK and the Huffington Post here in the United States. And if you're a Shark Tank fan like I am, You'll really appreciate how cool this is because Lee secured a deal on Shark Tank Australia to further spread the supercharged food message, which is so exciting. So you probably gathered by now that Lee is from Australia, and I could do an entire show on this amazing woman's accomplishments. She also has a blog at superchargedfood.com, a website that encourages sustainable, organic, 
local, and ethical foods. It features recipes, information, news, reviews, menu planning ideas, and it makes it super easy for people to enjoy a satisfying, wholesome diet, which you know is a passion of mine, and it's awesome to find someone who's made it so beautiful and so simple. She is also the founder of the website SuperchargerGut.com which hosts a range of gut-friendly powders, blends, and Love Your Gut capsules, which is the number one natural gut health product in Australia. Very, very impressive. So Leah was recently traveling in Long Beach, California, promoting her book, Heal Your Gut, and I'm thrilled that she made the time to be a guest on the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach podcast while she was here. So if you listened to episode 29, you heard about how gut health impacts your brain, your weight, and your overall health, as well as ways to have your gut microbiome tested so that you can get a real-time picture of what bacteria are in your gut and what bacteria you may need to increase for more wellness, and an analysis of how the different bacteria impact your health. If you didn't listen to that show, I highly recommend you go back and do it. Some good stuff there. So for those of us who've been through chemotherapy, a study published in May 2018 called From the Bottom Up, Chemotherapy and Gut-Brain Access Dysregulation. It looks at how chemotherapy impacts the nervous system, gut bacteria, and the gut-brain axis, which is the biochemical signaling that takes place between your gut and your brain. Super fascinating stuff. And what the study found was that there are several stages of the gut-brain access that become impaired after chemotherapy exposure. And it's this dysregulation that plays a major role in the intestinal, psychological, and neurological complications following chemotherapy, including chemotherapy-induced cognitive impairment. And even if your treatment did not involve chemotherapy, Melanie Rutkowski, PhD at the University of Virginia Cancer Center in the Department of Microbiology, Immunology, and Cancer Biology, found that disrupting the microbiome, the gut bacteria of mice, caused hormone receptor positive breast cancer to become more aggressive. And she says that keeping your gut microbiome healthy is very much associated with a favorable long-term outcome for breast cancer. Now, Lee turned to strengthening her own microbiome to heal herself from an autoimmune disease, which you're going to hear all about in this show. And on that note, let's get to it. Welcome, Lee, to the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach, and thank you so much for being here today. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. Me too, and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Well, you know, I recorded an introduction that you didn't hear, but told the audience a lot about you, but I really want you to be able to share your story of, I know you had some health struggles that kind of led you to this path of gut health and nutrition. And so let's just hear about your story and how that all came to pass. Yeah, so for me, it started about about eight years ago now. I was working in a job. I was a busy single working parent and one day I woke up and I literally could not get out of bed. I was just super tired. I had no idea what was wrong. And then I would notice over the next few weeks that my hair was falling out and clumps on the pillow. 
I was getting hives, some really kind of itchy skin, itchy hives, and I felt like my gut wasn't working properly. And I kept on going to work as you do, you know, as a busy parent until I wasn't really listening to my body until one day I went to the doctor and thought, I need to do something about this. I'm so exhausted and maybe I've got chronic fatigue. And I went through what I found to be quite a complex medical system in Australia. I was going from doctor to doctor, more clumps of hair, lots of needles, lots of scans. And finally, after about six months, I was diagnosed with a non-specific autoimmune disease and something called fibromyalgia, which is an arthritic type condition. Mm -hmm. And um, since um, it took me probably about six years to finally be diagnosed with Crohn's disease, which, um, yeah, it took a really, really long time. But, but I spoke to my doctors and thought to myself, maybe be it's diet related. I had previously studied nutrition, so I knew a little bit about nutrition. Um, and I thought, because I noticed that when I ate certain things, my symptoms would really flare up. And those things for me in particular were things like MSG, a lot of the additives and preservatives that are in packaged and processed foods. And so I actually was working, as I said, in a full-time job. So I was just putting like those um, instant meals into the microwave and microwaving them and eating them, um, not knowing that a lot of those things were kind of contributing to it. So I spoke to my doctors and said, do you think maybe it could be diet related? Mm-hmm. They didn't tell me it was Crohn's at the time. So they were saying it's just a non-specific thing. Mm-hmm. And they said to me, diet has absolutely nothing to do with autoimmune at all. Just keep on eating the hospital food, keep on taking these steroids, immunosuppressants, anti-inflammatories, antibiotics, about 20 pills every day I had to swallow. Wow. Uh, and so, yeah, they said it wasn't diet related, but I kind of knew intrinsically that when I ate certain things, I would get really itchy with the hives, that I would kind of flare up, I would be bloated, I would feel tired after eating. Mm-hmm. So I did really relate it to that. So what I did was I spoke to the doctors and I asked them if I could change my diet slightly. I started a little blog where I got home after the hospital and I started just cooking really simple meals and ones that were really gentle on the gut. And I found that once I'd taken out a lot of the processed foods that I was eating and the things that I was uh, really triggering on, that my gut really started to settle down. And then from there, it was amazing. My skin started to feel better. My hair started to grow back. It wasn't an overnight thing, but definitely the change in diet had a big part of um yeah me feeling a lot lot better and so yeah i started my blog and from there i've written nine different cookbooks one of my passions is gut health a couple of my books are all around gut health and um yeah i have products as well my love your gut powder and capsules as well which help to clean the gut so yeah i'm very much into gut health and that's kind of how i got really passionate about it from my own sort of story and my own sort of healing journey i guess you could say Yeah. So I wonder uh, when you you were saying that you would take these meals and pop them in and microwave them. And I would assume you're thinking that these are kind of healthy food meals, right? They're frozen, but they're probably like healthier food, right? Healthier choices. Yeah, it was like lean cuisine and I was popping them in the microwave thinking lean cuisine was amazing and getting really itchy and tired after eating them and just falling asleep at my desk. Yeah, interesting, because I think sometimes there's that health halo where people think, okay, I'm buying granola bars, or I'm eating Atkins bars, or they, they're they eating what in the grocery store is labeled and marketed as health foods. Mm. It's not whole foods. And yeah. we often lose that connection between this food is highly processed, even mm. though it's marketed as something that's healthy. And I also like what you said, because I think people get overwhelmed with cooking or 
recipes can be complicated. They think about healthy cooking as complicated. But what you said, you started with really simple meals, right? And I did because I had brain fog at the time. I was completely exhausted. Mm-hmm. I had chronic fatigue and my muscles were aching and hurting and being in the kitchen for too long just made me exhausted. So I had to like really work with what I had. And that was just simple, quick, effective, cheap, affordable meals for myself and my daughter. Yeah. yeah. And I like that because a lot of women coming out of cancer treatment, chemotherapy, radiation, this is exactly what they're dealing with as well. Chemo brain, fatigue, exhaustion, joint pain, and the idea of standing in a kitchen for hours on end is like you said, it's just unbearable. It's like, okay, I don't have the energy or the desire or anything, but it's so important to figure out these simple ways to enjoy your food still, have these whole foods and that being able to consume them begins that process of healing, right? Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. So in your experience, as far as cancer treatment and its impact on gut health, do you have some insights for us on because I think like your doctors were telling you that your illness wasn't related at all to nutrition. And I'm always shocked when I hear that because I think we're putting into our body the thing that the cell, the thing is, you know, that's feeding their cells and that's um, the foundation of growing new cells in our body. So how in the world could it not impact our health overall, regardless of what disease we're talking about, right? What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on that? I mean, I definitely, for me, know that um, it definitely made a big difference changing my diet. And and it is a holistic thing. It's not just about nutrition, but um, nutrition plays a major part. Obviously, everything that you eat and everything that you drink goes through your gut. And it feeds your body with the right kind of nutrients that you need for cell renewal, that you need to really recover and and get back to homeostasis again. Especially Mm -hmm. after something like chemo treatment, the way that it can affect that is that it can give you diarrhea. Um, and that's one of the big things. It can also mess around with the balance of good and bad bacteria in the gut. Um, therefore, if that balance and diversity is out, you're not going to be absorbing and digesting things properly. You are going to get brain fog. You are going to be tired. Um, there are a bunch of studies that have been done um, showing that looking at the composition of um, a person's poo before and after chemo. And they say that it's dramatically shifted the type of bacteria in the gut and, and really reduced the amount of diversity. And all the gut experts are saying now that diversity is key. A wholesome diet, lots of different colors, eating the rainbow, all of those kind of different colors are really important. Not just cutting out major food food groups and things like that. So it really is about diversity um, when it comes to gut health. The other thing that can happen with chemo is that it can also disturb the relationship between the brain and the gut, and it can affect the central nervous system. So it can actually affect mood. It can uh, um, bring on depression and anxiety and things like that. Um, The regions of the body that are most susceptible to chemo treatment are the gastrointestinal tract and the central nervous system. So if you think about the gut-brain connection, that is going to affect obviously the way that you think, the way that you feel, your mood your and, and anxiety, brain fog and cognitive changes as a result of it, you know? Yeah, that totally makes sense. And I think too that it's just something that people don't think about a lot, right? When, when you have brain fog, the health of your gut is going to impact the health of your brain. And, you know, going through chemotherapy myself and working with lots of women who do or who have gone through chemo, 
brain fog is a huge, huge problem, not only while you're in it, but sometimes for years afterwards. And I just love that you're talking about this, how the bacteria that's growing in our body, which is, you know, how many trillions are in our gut, has a huge impact on that, our ability to think clearly. I remember when I was really, really sick, I would, I was lying on bed, on the bed and I actually couldn't get off the bed. I was so tired that I couldn't, my, my legs were like just so heavy that, you know, when I was really in the middle of it. That's amazing. I'm sure you felt the same with your brain. You just can't think, you can't, you can't process, you can't think, you can't have a conversation. You're forgetting your words. It's yeah, it's definitely a big thing, I think. Yeah, definitely. And I think a lot of people relate being on antibiotics to having an impact on the gut. And oftentimes if they're on antibiotics or they've been on antibiotics and they might turn to a probiotic, but I don't know that they generally just think about, oh, I need to get my gut healthier just overall, aside from the fact that maybe I've been on an antibiotic or definitely having gone through cancer treatment and all of the steroids and other drugs that are combined and given to you to support you and keep you alive through chemotherapy or radiation and all the surgeries and anesthesia also. So can you talk a little bit about what really is a probiotic and then what's a prebiotic and why should we take them? How do they work together or should we just turn to our food for that? Well, the way that I look at the gut is like if you can picture an Amazonian rainforest. So you've got the trees, the birds, the flowers, the butterflies, the streams, all of that. And it's an ecosystem that is happening right there in your gut. It's a beautiful ecosystem. So if you're looking at the foundation of the gut, that is your gut immune system. So you have a second immune system that sits in your gut. Uh, And gut immune system foods, things like colostrum, things like zinc, vitamin C can really help build up your gut immune system. That's the soil for your gut. When you think about the trees, that is your good bacteria. So you want to grow and flourish all different kinds of different bacteria in the gut. And you can do that with food. You can do it with probiotics and you can do it with food. The thing with probiotics are all the trees, they need to be fertilized. And what fertilizes and feeds the trees is prebiotics. So prebiotic rich foods, things like inulin, things like um, chicory, onion, garlic, asparagus, even chocolate, good news, is a mm, prebiotic. If you have chocolate, <laughs> really good news. So um, resistant starches as well. Think cooked and cooled rice. Um, Fiber-rich foods as well. They all feed the gut bacteria because some of that gut, those gut bacteria, some of them only last 20 minutes in your gut and some last longer. So it's about continually eating a very diverse um, range of different foods, fibers, um, veggies, fruit, multicolored foods. The Mediterranean-style diet is good. That's what all the experts are kind of leaning towards now um, and really helping that the repopulation of the good flora in the gut with um, fermented foods which help to do that as well and then also feeding those good bacteria with pre prebiotic rich foods so that's kind of how the ecosystem works together but really it is about diversity and i worry about a lot of the sort of paleo and keto diets that cut out things like root veggies and sweet potato which are amazing prebiotics for the gut yeah so you yeah if you can try to really diversify with your diet will really really help that's a good point so since i'm sure you know as a nutritionist and i know as someone who's a health coach working with people 
a lot of times it's not realistic as we talk about, you know, incorporating all of these healthy whole foods and things like dandelion or chicory or these ingredients that people don't really commonly use. And maybe they'll try them or they'll find them, but they don't use it sustainably. So in those situations, would you recommend somebody use a probiotic supplement or prebiotic kind of supplements? And, and where, like, what, what is a prebiotic supplement? Um, I don't personally use prebiotic supplements. I think just having um, really some more onions or garlic in your diet is going to be better than taking a supplement. Okay. Um, in terms of probiotics, I think that they can be really helpful and beneficial for people that aren't getting the right kind of nutrients and um, what they need to, for a diverse gut. So, uh, but there, what I personally have done is I've done um, a test on my microbiome to see exactly what strains I have and what I need. Mm -hmm. And that way you can go to a compounding chemist and create your own probiotic. But if you don't, if you don't have the money, time, energy to go and do that, then just a broad sort of um, based probiotic is really going to help. Um, and especially if you've taken antibiotics, just taking a general probiotic is going to be helpful afterwards, after a lot of those kind of kinds of treatments uh, but i also recommend just switching them up so if you're on one don't continue taking that for a long time okay. finish it, and then maybe switch to another one and then maybe so, you, so you're getting all the different strains if you can and um but yeah just a general one that you can buy um every day um, to take every day and it's helpful I think to take them at night time so when you go to bed take them after dinner and before you go to bed so that they repopulate overnight and then we say with my love your gut powder and capsules to do that in the morning because that clean they clean the gut they help okay. to clean the gut and now I know there's this controversy between do I buy the probiotics that have to stay in the refrigerator do I buy the ones that I can throw in my purse so they're with me mm. and what's important for someone to look for in a probiotic? I think that nowadays it's really good. There's a lot of shelf-stable probiotics. Mm -hmm. um, I guess um, the numbers of probiotics are good. Um, the diverse range of probiotics are good. So different sort of bacteria, strains are good. Um, and what you can afford, you know, some of them are really, really expensive. So you don't have to pay a million dollars to get a really good probiotic just a general basic one is going to help you as well okay and you said the number is there a certain number that we should shoot for when we're buying a probiotic um it just depends on the different strains i think they're all different but um okay. yeah i think if, if it's within your budget then yeah okay. whatever works for you i don't like to put too many numbers and things um on things because then it gets really difficult for people and they have to go and try and find this probiotic that you know what i mean yeah. Well, I love yes, that. I love that you're saying that because I do yeah. think that people kind of get paralysis, you know, by that overwhelm of information. That's like, I don't yeah. take one because I've heard it had to be this and it had to be that and I had to have this many of these things. Yeah. And so then they just don't get one at all. Yeah. SB Flora is one that doctors and naturopaths prescribe after a course of antibiotics that help repopulate the gut. Okay. So yeah. I love how you talked about just a minute ago, like get what you can afford. And then you also have this debt list page on your website, which is cool. And by the way, everybody should check out your website, which will give that information um, at the end of the show because it's beautiful and your recipes are gorgeous. As I was looking through them, I just wanted to go buy some figs. There's some beautiful <laughs> fig pictures. But so let's talk a little bit about how 
eating healthy foods, eating a whole food diet, and doing the things that do take care of your guts and heal your gut, people perceive as being crazy expensive. But that's really not the case, right? There's lots of things we can do that won't break the bank. I think so. Like when in doubt, I always say to people, just whole food. So if you can go to um, your local supermarket if you can, um, or local veggie market or wherever you are and try and look for things that are not in packets if you can. And buying in season is good too because it's going to be cheaper. Buying in bulk is um, helpful. Using things like dehydrators, using your freezer is also good. Um, you know, like they did in the old days. It's kind of like old school living where you you buy in bulk, you um, make things in the in the spring and summertime and then they get the provisions get you through in other seasons and so having more of an approach approach like that is helpful and you can set, definitely save money and you don't have to buy the most expensive ingredients it doesn't have to be something that's you can't pronounce or you've trekked to the wilds of the congo to find this <laughs> superfood it's just everyday fruits and veggies and things and color and diversity of those kinds of just natural foods that you know like oranges or apples or blueberries if you can find them in season and um cauliflower is really really good ingredient i've got so many cauliflower recipes on the blog actually i love my cauliflower cauliflower is great Turmeric's actually a really great ingredient too and I agree. I just did last week a show on turmeric. I agree 100%. Yeah. Turmeric is awesome to throw into your recipe. Yeah, it's really helped me with the fibromyalgia, especially with the inflammation. Doctors are now looking at inflammation in the gut as really being able to, if you're looking at that, to um, getting an anti-inflammatory thing like turmeric. My gastroenterologist who diagnosed my Crohn's actually he prescribes turmeric to his patients now instead of a lot of the anti-inflammatories, which I think is amazing. He's not even an integrative doctor. So the research has finally caught up on, on, um, on turmeric and inflammation. And so, yeah, just having simple spices like that, like a little simple jar, jar of turmeric is cheap and affordable. If you're doing it with some cauliflower, you can put it in, you know, in the oven with a bit of olive oil, some garlic, which is really good for the gut as well, um, some lemon, and then you've got a really, really nice like tray bake that you can make. I've got so many cauliflower recipes on the blog, but simple cooked salads, um, those kinds of things. I love it. I love cooked salads. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, I like to cook things because if I was to give you one tip on gut health, just uh -huh. for me, personally speaking, and a lot of the clients that I work with, that two days a week, if you just stop eating raw foods, if you have a sensitive gut, raw foods are so inflammatory and they're really hard on a sensitive gut. Nuts, anything raw, raw salads, even though they're healthy foods, they're actually really hard on the gut and hard to process. So I found that a couple of days a week having gentle foods, cooked foods, things that are smoothied, like you can have them raw, but if they're blended and smoothied, mm -hmm. if they're pre-digested, it really allows the gut immune system to settle down and it allows that healing to commence. So one, that's my biggest tip, go more towards blended and cooked foods and your gut will really improve. I love that. And I've heard this before. Let me get your thoughts on when someone is first so if your gut is torn up you're having issues and you start adding in these good foods high fiber foods can you go through this transition where you may feel gassy or have issues 
when you're going through that change of the flora in your gut from wherever it is when you're not feeling well to getting it healthy? Can it be an uncomfortable period during that transition yeah. or is that not really how it works? No, it can happen. It can happen. You can get sort of a gentle detox as you're changing the balance of flora in the gut if, as you're changing your diet as well to things that maybe you're, you're not used to eating. Things like the biggest culprits are usually things like onions and garlic that, that can make you quite bloated. So what I recommend to people there is having garlic infused oil or onion infused oils, which you can buy at the supermarket, which are really, really um, affordable and easy to use. And that way you're getting the goodness of it, but you're not getting the bloating and the uncomfortable things. So yes, that can happen as you're, as you're healing the gut and as you're improving your gut health, you can go through a period, but everything in moderation just take things slowly and easily you don't have to do all this in one go it's just let it work for you that's why i in my supercharge of gut online program and book i talk about just doing it a couple of days a week to get your gut healthy that way and not having it you know as an every single day thing because otherwise it's too hard and no one's going to stick to it that's right yeah and that's important if they're not going to stick to it they're not going to have success so let's talk for a minute. I know you do have some great online courses, online program. What can someone expect? Do you teach them step-by-step, step, here's how to heal your gut? Yeah, I do. I have a four-week Heal Your Gut program online that people can go into. And there's recipes on there. There's advice. There's experts as well. A lot of doctors, um, gastros, um, naturopaths, all different experts on there as well that can help. Um, there's emails that you get. There's a private Facebook group. It's a, like a community thing and thousands and thousands of people have done the program. And if you go onto my website, superchargedfood.com and go into the Heal Your Gut program, you'll see all the testimonials and photos of people. Um, and there's lots and lots and lots of them. So you can read more about people's journeys on that. But I have that one. And then I have, once the gut is healed, I have the Supercharge Your Gut two-day program, which helps you just maintain really, really good gut health. Some people don't want to do the four-week um, Heal Your Gut program because it is it really is a deep kind of healing thing. So some people just want to go more gentle and just do two days a week. And I also have a Fast Your Way to Wellness program, which is all around intermittent fasting, which I found really helpful for me, especially I'm 52 now. So when I hit menopause, um, a few things with my hormones happened and I put on a little bit of weight, which I've lost now, but I, I really improved my health with intermittent fasting. So I have a six-week faster way to wellness program, which is based around intermittent fasting, but it's not about not eating anything at all. It's about eating nutrient-rich foods um, to make you feel satiated. So you're fasting, but you're still you're intermittent fasting. And it's just the times that you eat. There's lots of recipes on that one and lots of um, emails and advice and videos and things like that too. And then I have all the cookbooks, which um, include gut health um, cookbooks. And then I have an Ayurvedic um, cookbook, which I actually studied um, Ayurveda in India, which is the ancient medical system of India, which is really all about, I love it. It's really just all about eating towards your constitution. So you're listening to your body, you're tuning into what it needs and you're eating um, according to that and you're eating seasonally. And um, yeah, it's, it's a really good kind of, I really, really resonate with that. It's, it's not um, following particular fads or particular diets it's just really listening to yourself so, i love yeah. that yeah i, have a I love that too. there's a kids cookbook there's um there's lots of cookbooks on there i know i saw you had some great cookbooks out there and i'm going to post the links to all of those on the show notes people can find them on amazon and on your website as well and so we're going to talk about for a minute the best way for people to find you they can go to your website 
Yes, they can go to my website, superchargedfood.com. And if you're really into gut-related things and products, we have superchargeyourgut.com, which is it's all uh, Americanized as well. So there's superchargedfood.com and superchargeyourgut.com. And then on Instagram, I am Lee Supercharged, L-E-E, and then Supercharged. And I'm Supercharged Food on Facebook. And um, yeah, you can connect with me in any of those ways. You make it easy to be found. I love that. <laughs> great. And you've also offered a great freebie for our audience. You want to tell us a little bit about your free book? Yeah, that's the Heal Your Gut um, Powder ebook. There's recipes in there. So there's a bunch of recipes, which are really fun and good for gut health. So yeah, that's a little freebie. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you for that. Well, it's been great having you here. And I think that there's a lot of great information in that. So I encourage everybody to check you out and definitely check out those books because I know I've already ordered a couple of your cookbooks and I'm looking forward to trying them out too. Thank you so much. It's really nice to chat with you, Laura. Yeah, you too. Okay, what an awesome lady with such this, she's got this peaceful, easy energy about her. I could just talk to her forever, listen to her forever, especially with that beautiful accent. And I'll post the links to Lee's website and books along with the link to her free Love Your Gut Powder Recipe book. And I highly encourage you to check that out. Check out her books and programs. It was actually my youngest sister, Christy, who you heard in episode 42, Mother Surviving Cancer. She was the one who told me about Lee. And she is actually starting a book club with Lee's Supercharge Your Life book. And there's a group of us who will be in that club. And the purpose of it is to help everyone exchange ideas, give feedback on recipes, and support each other in creating a healthier gut and a healthier life. So that may be something you also want to try because it's always easier to create change when you have strong social support. I'd love to hear if you decide to do something like a book club or just incorporate gut healing practices into your daily routine. So follow me on Facebook as Laura Lummer and Instagram as the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach where you can message or DM me anytime. I love, love, love hearing from you. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach podcast, I'd appreciate it so much if you could take a moment to do that now so you never miss an episode. And while you're subscribing, it would be wonderful if you could leave a review for the show and you just might be the next listener shout out. So that's it for now. We'll talk again next week. And until then, take good care of yourself and do something good for your gut. Courage to the test. Laid all your doubts to rest. Your mind is clearer than before. Your heart is full and wanting more. Your future's at the door. Give it all you got. No hesitating. You've been This is your moment